Welcome, 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 welcome. And thank you for tuning in to the She Trucking Podcast. Today we have an amazing show. We're going to be talking about DOT preventative ways to DOT Blitz is coming up. And it is um, next week from the 12th to the 18th. And we're going to talk about how to do preventative maintenance. We're going to talk about give you resources that you can take your truck and get and make sure that you're um, you have everything um, equipped. We haven't done a she trucking podcast in a while, so I wanted to come and give you the best podcast. Starting out with season two, I have uh, two amazing people that's going to be on the show with me, Miss Julia Tucker and Mr. Corey Tucker. So they have a company that I'm just, you know what? I'm going to let you learn about that company. I'm going to let you talk about, I'm going to let them talk about their company and all the amazing things that they do. It is so unique what they do, y'all. It's it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow your mind and we, you're going to learn a lot. So stay tuned. I want you to definitely share this out. Let me play the She Trucking theme song, okay? Let's Got to play the theme song. This is the She Trucking Podcast. She going to take care of her business. She trucking. She trucking. Make sure you go to SheTrucking.com and get your merchandise. SheTrucking.com. All right. Share this out, y'all. Share this out and make sure you are posting the comments. We can see your live comments and I'm going to bring them right on into the show. Um, Share this out. Share this out. Share this out. (laughs) We are live and I want you to ask as many questions as as we go forward into this conversation. I'm going to bring Miss Julia and Mr. Corey in to the show. Hello, hello, hello. I thought I was at the club for a minute. I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the She Trucking Podcast. Thank you for coming on. If you you would introduce yourself to everyone. Well, I'll let Ms. Julia Tucker introduce herself. Hello, everybody. I'm Julia. I'm the CEO of CT's Trucking and Equipment. And I am Corey Tucker. I'm uh, now called the Business Development Specialist, but... Basically, I'm the uh, sales director as well as the uh, service manager. Uh, we are a petroleums and uh, lubricants company, and we make sure that we uh, market and distribute uh, the best lubricants all throughout the southeast uh, here in Georgia, Atlanta, uh, reaching out to Tennessee. we got some pretty large customers. Uh, we're veteran-owned. Uh, she was in the Navy. I was in the Marine Corps. 
we've been uh, following our dreams and uh, we've been doing really well down here. So we like helping fleets, fleet managers, owner operators, uh, anyone that's out here in the trucking community. Uh, we are and you are an essential part of the uh, industry during this COVID-19. Um, and before COVID-19, we were hauling and balling. So, you know, I like to help all those individuals out here to make sure everyone gets their freight and uh, put food on the plate. So that's what we do. Well, welcome to the show and thank you. We are so happy that you take the time. You're taking the time to inform us and educate us and educate the trucking community. So thank you so much. Yep. Do you have any examples of the lubricant that you have? Like, can you show us some of your products and talk about them? Yes, ma'am. Sure. So we have our own private label, 15W40, which is a standard uh, viscosity oil down here uh, in the South. Um, and some people are using 10W30 uh, in their fleets um, to get better fuel economy. However, unless you're really um, going about, you know, checking your oil analysis, you know, 15W40 is about what everyone's running out here. We sell Shell, Sunoco, Shell Rotella. Um, we have Chevron. We also have uh, DEF. We specialize in bulk DEF deliveries, case goods. Um, we actually uh, produce our own 55-gallon drums and 330-gallon totes. I will personally come out to your fleet and your shop and set up a uh, distribution and a dispensing setup if you need three tanks for 1540, 10W30, and 5W20. Um, we have our own hose reels, meters. And so, you know, we deal with grease, chemicals, antifreeze, everything you need for your shop. Um, I also make sure that we talk about uh, fleet maintenance and I'm, I'm more hands-on. I'm not just a salesperson. I'm a, I'm a problem solver. So developing relationships with fleet managers and owners and um, decision makers so that you can get the most productive uh, situation out of um, your, your shop. And, you know, she can tell you what she does. <laughs> <laughs> so product. my part of the business, I usually try to connect um, the businesses out there to us. Um, I find that there are a lot of female business owners in this industry and I do try to connect with them so that they know uh, who we are, what we do and how we can help them solve problems, um, help them on projects. Um, and I, I also share information. You know, some women are trying to start their own business in this industry. And so I share <laughs> whatever information I have. So I like to talk about uh, Mystic JT6. Uh, this is a great overall grease for your fifth wheel. And make sure your technicians are using this when they uh, lubricate your kingpins, your suspension, your uh, steering components, um, all your Zerk fittings on that truck, your U-joints. A lot of mechanics uh, won't get on here and tell you, but when they're doing PMs, they skip right through this. They should use a whole cartridge of this. Or if they're using the shop, the shop grease, they should make sure they use at least 10 to 14 ounces on your truck. If you don't have that much on your truck, they're, they're, they're a pencil whipping. Also, we run mobile Delvac grease. Um, we have a lot of great, you know, products that we uh, that we sell. Um, I wasn't sure if Sheree wanted me to talk about that. We also are a tool web provider, so we sell products as far as shop equipment, shop lifts, uh, tire changers, wheel balancers. We uh, sell Nebo lights. You definitely need these on your truck when you're uh, in tight spaces or in the dark trying to work on things. So. I didn't want to get too uh, long-winded with our, our marketing, but uh, we have a lot of products to offer for the uh, trucking and uh, light trucking community. 
Can you p- show us once again the product that has your name on it? Was that you said that was uh 15 W4? Let me let me get let me put that back on. I definitely want y'all to go out and support. Like this needs to be in our um, vehicles. How can they get your product and um, where are you located where they can receive the services? Let's go into that first and then we'll go into more details about education. But I want to make sure that the people that we have now that will like your services know where they can reach you. So we're located in Kennesaw, Georgia. It's our corporate office. Um, We also have a warehouse in Hiram and um, you know, they can go to the website and uh, give me a call or email me and um, we can do a visit. You know, um, I will say one thing about the, uh, I didn't want to touch too much on this topic about COVID-19, but both me and my wife were sick back in October, November. We had it, we shook it. It was rough, but uh, you know, I think the whole thing about wearing a mask, everyone has to feel like they have to be safe, but if you restrict your breathing, it can cause other problems. So I've been working throughout this entire process uh, all these other people that have had to go home and uh, not really get out here. I've been hustling, grinding. You guys can come to, uh, you know, our uh, website. You can call me. Um, you can email us, and uh, we'll come out and visit, do a site visit, and uh, find out what you really need. And uh, you let us know what you know you're needing. And once again, I have all those products: Shell, uh, Sunoco. Um, I have Sinclair, Castor Oil. We have our own private label to help you save money whether you want bulk or, you know, drum uh, or tote. And uh, we just really try to, you know, we're, we're all about integrity and trust. I don't play, I don't play a whole lot. I'm a straight shooter. Uh, I've been around truck drivers for a long time. I was a diesel mechanic in the Marine Corps. I've seen everything, heard everything. There's not too much you're going to shake me on. And I really, I like to try to help truck drivers save money. I try to help mechanics save money and everyone else seems like they try to take all your money. That's what, that's not my goal. I don't get excitement out of that. So you ship. Okay. So the question is the company, this company sells in bulk for um, us on the operators. Yep. Uh-huh. So you, you ship. ship it. Okay. Explain yeah. I'm that. sorry. If you were to order a 330 gallon tote, we could ship it to your, uh, to your, you know, your, your location. If you have a forklift, if you have the equipment to accept the uh, freight, but we use uh, RNL, FedEx and, um, you know, other carriers to get the job done. Uh, we're really, have a big focus down here in the South and uh, we have other channels to get, you know, products to customers though. Awesome. And that was a good question. Thank you for tuning in. Please share this out. Great question. Um, excellent question. And um, so let's see, what's the next one? I'm in Cal- Cali and Dallas as well. Cali, okay. Cali. West coast. So you ship all over the United States. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So what are the top five things a driver will get a violation for? Top five things a driver will get a violation for. Do they know? That's what I want to know. Do they know? I, I can. I, we won't. No, we won't do, do you know? <laughs> Tell me what you think it is. To be honest, we can guesstimate. So, of course, you if, your, if your brakes are you know, out of adjustment, um, you know, if your lights are not working. Um, yeah, you, I would say if your horn is not working. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. Just, so, yeah, this is just information, but this is good information. Uh, you got to stay sharp out here. You know, when I was growing up, I followed Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker, and uh, Walter Payton, and, um, you know, a lot of great athletes. And, um, you know, you don't get great by 
taking time off and uh, not not striving to be a be the greatest you can. So you guys are hauling freight. You got to stay up on top of your equipment and yourself and your own health. So five of the biggest things that they talk about are inoperative uh, headlamps, tail lights, uh, things like that. Defective lighting is a is an issue. Um, inspection or repairs and maintenance accessories are that's a broad category, but anything that's out in that situation will cause you will cause the inspector to look deeper. Um, tire tread depth. And uh, once again, I want to see, I don't know how many of you guys know what this is or have these. These things don't cost that much. It's tread depth gauge. But, you know, you can go around and check your tread depth on your drives and your steers all day long and record it yourself. So if you have a mechanic pistol whip your, your inspection, he tells you, oh, you got 17, 30 seconds of tread on your drives. And then you go inspect and see you got only six. That that means that technician was pencil whipping you. So um, they checked that really big. Uh, that's a big hit on your tires. Uh, 430 seconds is the uh, limitation you can have on the fronts and uh, 230 seconds on the rear. And the biggest thing uh, that they go on is oil and uh, grease leaks, uh, coolant leaks, fuel, um, air leaks. So the more you um, give them a chance to look, your truck's dirty, uh, you have, you know, masking tape. I've seen so many ridiculous things, uh, but the more you give them a chance to look, they're going to look harder. Those are the five. So are you telling me that duct tape don't work? Like it, duct tape uh, works. It <laughs> hey, it works. <laughs> that don't I mean always... I go, hey, that don't mean they go say, oh, look at that. <laughs> I always say, get you some duct tape and and, and, uh, and some um some rubber bands, and you can't go wrong. <laughs> hey, man, they even got gorilla, they even got gorilla tape now. So, so what with the TLT Blitz? What do they look? I mean, is this exactly what they're looking for? Is it a little bit different? Oh. <laughs> Going to detail about the DOT Blitz because we want to make sure that people are staying safe on the road, that they know exactly what um, you're going to get pulled over for and, and making sure that you can pass these inspections. Let me add in, with these inspections that most companies, you get $100. You get $500 for passing them. Sometimes it's $200 that they'll pay you for wow. passing a DOT inspection. So it's very important that you know you know that your equipment is um, safe and operable. So if you can go into more of detail about what is this DOT blitz about, why we gotta go a week with it, and <laughs> go into um, yeah. So so this depending on politics, the government, whatever they pick. Sometimes they pick brakes. Sometimes they pick tires. This would be considered out of the level six uh, DOT inspections. Um, I'll go through those real quick. So level one is a full DOT inspection. Driver paperwork and vehicle will be inspected. It's a full service inspection where they crawl underneath, check everything, and they just take you through the ringer. And then when you pass that, that's a, you know, you get your famous sticker, you know, you get your inspection sticker. Uh, level two is a driver and vehicle inspection. Uh, officer will not crawl underneath the vehicle. The inspector or officer will go over paperwork and do a walk around and kind of take it easy on you. And you know, that those are pretty, pretty much done on the roadside. A level three is a driver and credential only inspection. That means he wants to see your electronic, uh, you know, data logs, uh, ELDs, I guess you guys call them. And they want to see um, your paperwork and they kind of, you know, breeze over the truck and let you go. Uh, level four is what we're talking about. These are called special checks. Level four inspections done is usually because DOT asks state partners to gather specific information. And so 
right now during COVID-19, I, I, I'm here in Atlanta. I drive a 18 Ram 1500. It's souped up a bit. I, I mean, I, I won't lie. I, I kind of go about 80 to 85 miles an hour because you'll get ran over if you go 70 miles an hour, 65 down here in Atlanta. And I see truck drivers have been passing me while I'm doing 80 with my cruise control on. So what this bliss is about, they're looking for speeders because they've relaxed the laws. So if you're a speeder, they're probably going to catch you. That's what they're looking for, straight up. It's a, it's a, it's speeders and violators of speed because I'm seeing, I know that the trucks have governors on them, and I swear to you, no lie, I have to speed up sometimes down here in Atlanta. I'm doing 75A, like, yeah, I'm just rolling, listening to some music, and then I'm like, holy God, this guy's not behind me. We got to move that freight. So we got to get where we got to go. <laughs> we got to get out the way, you know? you know. That's what's going on. Um, One of the comments is saying some friends are trying to watch, but I think it's a private. So if you're outside of the group, go to She Trucking LLC page or She Trucking Podcast, and you can share it from there. You cannot share it in out the sisterhood. The sisterhood is a private page for women drivers. And so you cannot share this video outside. So you have to go to the She Trucking Podcast page. Um, and then you can share it from there. Thank you all for tuning in. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Tell someone and po make sure you post your questions here. Um, make sure you posting your questions as <laughs> this is the time for us to learn. Um, I just learned a lot. And these few 17 minutes that we have been live. So um a big one I want to ask you guys is have you ever discussed with anyone uh your technician about how to check your uh, fuel water separator? Uh oh we're gonna we're gonna look in the comments and we're gonna uh, -oh. uh see what the answers are. So definitely comment <laughs> below. Also, while we on this live and I and we're looking for your uh answers. On that, I'm going to be doing some giveaways. Miss D. Sova with Trucking Divas Rock. She has uh, yeah. sent me some color. I don't know if y'all can see that from my light. It might not. You might not can see it. But these are called Color Street. And so we're going to do a giveaway on here. I'm going to get them to choose a number and have y'all to. <laughs> Matter of fact, the first person who answered his question, you'll get one of the Color Streets. So, um yeah, I want to know. Um, ask the question again. I need to know that. I need to know if you're familiar with if you're familiar with how to check your um, DAV code. Whether you have a DD thirteen fifteen, mm -hmm. a Cummins ISX fifteen, a Volvo uh, Mac engine, uh, MP seven, MP eight, um, Western Star. I don't care what kind of truck you have. Do you have a way of knowing if you have water in your fuel and how to uh, remove it? And how often do your technicians check it as you're driving, uh, running, you know, from coast to coast, regional, or you're doing city driving? That's a very important thing to know how to check your uh, fuel water separator. It says, what about them checking the air pressure on scales? What about them checking the air pressure on the scales? Checking the air pressure on the scales? Yeah, I never heard. Uh, never. Yeah, it's not a smart movie. You know, when you go on the scales, you're there to get you know information on your on your weight. But uh, I guess they must have got tied up on the scales too long or something like that. And wanted to know. Also, I have another uh, 
question to ask, how do you know how to look for and diagnose your own air leaks while you're out on the road? You park your truck and you hit that parking brake on that trailer and you want to get out of here and everybody's hurt. Right. Air is leaving. You know your air is going somewhere. It ain't staying. It's, it's not supposed to, it's not supposed to leave. How do how do you have your own little solution? There's a there's a quick, easy way. I've been doing it for the past 10 years. It's so easy. It's gonna blow your mind. And it's it's, it's it's something easy that that will allow you to diagnose your own, you know, situations before you take it to the shop. We have some spam that just came up, so yes. I'm deleting it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you replace I'm, it every two years. I'm going to speak a little bit, uh, Ms. Sheree. So, wait a minute. Tony is saying you replace it every two years? <laughs> Hell no. No. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay, let's see what this next one says. Yes, DOT checks your air pressure. Yeah. How yeah. now when you pull on the scale? Oh, they checking your air. They are saying they checking your air pressure. So if you go to my LinkedIn page, you, you'll be able to get some more information. But yeah, there's two DAFCO uh, oil oil. Um, sorry, fuel water separators on the left side of the block of the engine, and it has a line at the top of that white filter. It's about some of them are about six inches in diameter, some of them about uh, four inches in diameter. And when the fuel level gets up too high, it lets you know that your fuel water separator is dirty or it's clogged, or you have too much water settling at the bottom. And when you go to Travel Travel America Loves or any of those uh, rental maintenance centers, if that technician doesn't clean out your fuel water separator bowl, that means you have metal shavings, oil, grease, and dirt trapped in there, and you'll get bad drivability. And everyone knows they hate doing regions. Everyone knows they hate the no start. But a lot of times after you come out of the PM shop, your truck may not start if the technician didn't know what he was doing. So it's definitely important to know and become a little more familiar with your fuel water separate. Thank you for that awesome information. Yeah, I just learned. We all just learned something here. So you check it. I have another big uh, big one for you guys. When it comes to getting parts, Ms. Sheree. Uh-huh. I have a question. Do you know on your Freightliner, you got that blue truck? What, what truck you got now? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a white truck. <laughs> it's a Freightliner. It's yes, a whole it is. It's a Freightliner. Okay. So do you know where to find your engine serial number on your truck? My engine serial number is located on the um, Astro Motor right there in USA Series 60. Okay. Wrong? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm not a mechanic, everybody. That's I have okay. to admit, I'm not That's a mechanic. Okay. I know nothing. So That's now, <laughs> this so, is what so I, if you I have. A Cum- if you have a Cummins, yeah. <laughs> I have a um, I have a Detroit diesel. You got a DD13 or you got a 60 series? 60 series. Oh, you got the old school. Yeah. So what you do is uh, you can cl- you can climb up on top. Well, you pop the hood up, and if you're if you're vertically challenged and you're a little short, you got to be careful sometimes. Crawl up on the tires and, and you might slip on that tie rod and bust your knee and you'll be mad. But the point is, you got to crawl up on that engine and look at the top of the valve cover. On top of the valve cover, you take your little alien phone out, these smartphones we got. You know, I had I had a sky pager when I was in high school, but all these kids, we got these smartphones. You take a picture of the top of the valve cover and it'll have your engine serial number, the uh, engine 
It'll have all that information and you need to keep that in your phone. Yep. Yeah, it's also on the driver's door. Mm -hmm. But uh, when you get that information, you won't be able to have people trick you about telling you they can't find the right parts for your truck. Because once you get the engine serial number, if you're being on somebody that's competent and that has sold truck parts, I've sold a lot of truck parts. The the engine serial number on the DD does uh Detroit 60 series is like literally on that green piece right there for me. Yep. See, yeah. Yeah, you definitely need the VIN number. You know, that dealership, they say, Ken, get your last eight, please. You know, them guys are talking to death. But I'm talking about when you got that, when you got the engine serial number and you need injectors or you need uh, top-end parts, I don't have time for you to be trying to learn how to do parts. If you if you got that number and you're talking to somebody competent, that, that will help you guys tremendously. I've sold a lot of truck parts, and um, that's just something that always gets asked that people never know. Uh, it's just like having the life uh, the life engine number for your for your vehicle. So mm -hmm. that was kind of long-winded, but. And so what um, what we're going to ask another question, because I think that was a little tricky. Like he started answering. You can find them. <laughs> You started answering the question before y'all posted. So you can find let's see, you can find them as well in Cummins engine on the right of the engine on the top, right? So yeah, that was good. Yeah. I have to see um it's hard to see your name as you see it says Facebook user, so I have to figure out who you are from my Facebook um page. But um my next question is what's my next question? How often do you supposed to do a DOT inspection? Well, the, the laws say every 12 months for your actual uh, DOT inspections. That's what they want you to go by. Um, honestly, uh, if you work for a company, it's every 12 months. Um, and that's when it's very much, you know, their, their, their language is annual periodic DOT inspections um, where you receive a sticker for CMV. Uh, NK has passed inspection and it's conducted by a qualified inspector, not a guesser. Um, that's that's every 12 months. But if it was me, I, I do one every three months just just for your own records. If you have a, a technician or someone that you trust, look over your truck every three months in between you doing your pre-trips every day. That keeps you pretty much ready to go at all times. I mean, something can't slip past you. If you have a leak developing, you'll catch it on that third month versus waiting 12 months to, before you get to your annual. You know, you've, you've already had people looking at your truck. All year. That's kind of what we do for people. <laughs> okay, can you hear me? Yep. Um, so how often do you supposed to get an oil change? And tell us like what like everything that goes into the oil change. Cause I, I'm always looking like, okay, I say my fear feels to look different sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I asked them for the fear, you know, the same fear filter, you know, different things like that. What exactly is going on with these oil changes and why do it cost so much to get an oil change? Oh my goodness. $400 to get an oil change. Um, yeah. Can we go into that, please? So Tyree said in, um, you know, Fast and Furious, this is big boy stuff. So, you know, this is big boy, big girl stuff y'all doing. So, you know, you guys are running freight. It does uh, it does cost a little bit more. It, do, it depends on the quality of oil you have and the quality of uh, repair facility you go to to visit. Uh, travel, um, travel America and Loves and um, some of the dealerships. The dealership down here in Atlanta is $180 an hour, I believe. It might be $165. Last time I checked, 
but uh, their their labor rate is one sixty five, and they charge two hours. So you got your you got your labor money right there. Then the filters usually, if they're doing a PM for you, they replace the fuel water uh, separator I just spoke about. The DD thirteen, fourteen, fifteen has uh, three fuel filters. The DD, the Detroit sixty series that has uh, two oil filters and a fuel filter, a fuel water separator, uh, fuel filter. Um, some of the other engines have you know anywhere from uh, $150 to $300 worth of filters. And then you have uh, other labor, which is greasing the truck. If you just get an oil change and zip out of there, you don't get your uh, your truck greased, that's that's at your own discretion, but it'll, it'll bite you It'll bite you in the butt later. Um, so usually when you get a, a PM, as they like to call it, um, you should check the wiper blades. When I used to do PMs, most recently, I always check the wiper blades, everything around the truck. It's pretty much a, a pre-trip vehicle uh, list, uh, fifth wheel, grease points, U-joint, carrier bearings. I check your tires. Make sure you don't have any uh, leaks on the actual uh, axle hub assemblies. Um, everything gets checked. Brake chambers. You got to measure the stroke on a brake chamber. The biggest violation that these uh, officers catch people on is that you had a brake chamber go out in Texas and you had some genius mechanic fix it on the side of the road while it was raining. And he put the, he put the brake chamber on there, but it's not engaging properly. And it's locking up your brakes on your right rear uh, drive wheel axle. So that can cause problems for you down the road. Um, you have to check over the people that are doing the work. Sometimes if you, you only know as, as good as you do, if you know better, you do better. So uh, the reason why those oil changes cost, you know, uh, so much is because if you, if you don't know what's going on, people will try to take advantage of you. That's the biggest thing I hate about this industry is that the people that are honest, like ourselves, you know, people don't trust us because they've been taken advantage of somewhere uh, other than, you know, who they're familiar with. So when you, um, you know, you know what you want done on your truck, make sure they're greasing it, make sure they're checking for leaks, uh, ask them if they have a way to pressure wash it. If, they, if you have leaks on your engine, pressure wash my engine, please. And um, put some stop leak in there. Or if you don't want to stop leak to, you know, to get to the next station, put some dye in there so that when you get to your next time to check it, they can put these goggles on and use a light and it'll tell where the oil is coming from. So, you know, they got to check your serpentine belt. They got to check your fan. There's a lot of things that, that I know these guys don't do because I've been out in the field and mobile mechanics just want to hurry up and get the money and get out of there. If it's hot, if it's cold, if it's raining, those guys Excuse me. I'm just saying, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I don't give a damn. I'm, I'm going to tell you what it is. They're just going to try to hurry up and get out of there. You know, so if you can learn how to do your own PM, that's even better. But I mean, you know, uh, our oil, our private label, we have, you know, um, pricing. We're, we're pretty competitively priced. We're at nine to eleven dollars on some of our private oil. But Shell Rotella's 13 at Sam's Club and, you know, some of the other 10W30 and 5W40, you're looking at 19 to 26 dollars a gallon. The Cummins takes about 12 to 15 gallons of uh, oil change. The D Detroit um, 60 series, I believe, is 10 or 11 gallons. And um, all those engines, you know, running about 10 to 15 gallons of oil. So you do the math real quick. It adds up real fast. <clears throat> What's the best place to get your oil change? And do you all do oil change and stuff like that? Yeah, we were. We were doing them. Um, we got we got kind of busy. uh like I said, this COVID-19 has has knocked a lot of people out of working. So we've been really busy. Uh, we have uh, we have some mobile technicians that we uh, work with. But currently, right now, we're not doing any mobile oil changes any longer. 
it just got too complicated with all the restrictions. I can go to some parts of Atlanta and they're down there pro- protesting with AR-15s and then I can go somewhere else and it's like, uh, you know, rainbows and cupcakes over there. So you, you, you never know where you're going to go and what you're going to experience. It's uh, it's really hard to get it's hard to get services completed now because the customer service has dropped down so huge. Um, I think that uh, I really trust um, like the Travel America centers. If you go in there and ask for a manager and tell them what you want, uh, they do really good work. The dealership does good work. If you can make sure you don't get a young kid fresh out of uh, tech school working on your truck. You know, um, I don't want anybody practicing learning on my truck. So you just got to make it known that you don't want somebody practicing. You want a seasoned person, you know, working on your truck instead of uh, someone who's just learning. Also, if you, I'm sorry, I was going to tell them if you have any questions, go ahead and post them. Um, Post your questions like this is a good time because I'm going to tell y'all, like I said, um, I don't know the mechanic part. I drive. Like I was trained to drive, how to drive and do my pre-trip. So this is very informative and I'm not afraid to say I don't know. So thank you again for coming on. Thank thank you so much. Um, (laughs) Yeah, if you guys have us back, uh, I have a lot of videos. I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of helpful tips. So it's it's my duty right now. I want to uh, I want to teach everyone out here how to do their own work to save money. There's a lot of people that hate me for it. I don't care. Uh, I've worked in a lot of shops and I see how they do people and I'm just, I'm just, I just do not care. I'm going to, I'll teach, I'll show you videos. I'll show you how to, I'll even tell you where to get the tools at to do it and not to get frustrated, but you have to do it once and make a mistake. That's not detrimental. And then once you get that confidence and say, Hey, you know what? I can grease my own truck. That saves me money. You know, I got this grease gun sitting right here. You know, if you just have this in your truck right here, mm-hmm. You can grease your own. Hold, hold it, hold it. So we. Okay, so this is a this is one of these basic grease guns I have. It has a tip on it where you can lock it down onto the dessert fitting, and you know this hit your grease. But if you can learn how to grease your own truck and have your own grease gun, that saves you a lot of frustration and time. I mean, and you load a cartridge in here on the back. So once you have us come back, and I can do some how tos on how to. Load a grease gun. Have my own grease gun in, in the compartment, the cargo compartment of my truck. I can grease my own fifth wheel. I don't have to wait for this guy. He's over here trying to smoke a cigarette. I mean, you know, all these time savers and, and things to get your confidence level boosted up so you don't have to sit here and wait for somebody that don't really want to work on trucks. You know, I got all the cut scars and, and abrasions from doing it because I, I enjoy people and I enjoy equipment. So you, you got to love what you're doing. If you don't like what you're doing, you know? How do we get a grease gun? Where do we get it from? <laughs> <laughs> you know, depending on where you're comfortable going, uh, O'Reilly's, uh, AutoZone. I ordered that one from Amazon, but I like the company Lincoln. We sell them. We sell them on our website. You can call me, send me an email. Uh, Lincoln Lincoln is one of the most dependable. The Walt makes a cordless one that's rechargeable. Um, the rechargeable the website is scrolling across the screen. So <laughs> yeah. I do have the website scrolling. Yeah. They can the send screen. me, send me notes and things and ask me. I've sold uh, a lot of uh, equipment here in Atlanta to uh, the post office. We got six postal locations that we service. Uh, we sell a lot of oil. We sell a lot of tools and equipment. Um, and my goal, like the snap on guys, like the snap on Mac truck and all those guys that pull up to the shops <clears throat> they sell these people, $900 impact guns. And I sell mine for 400. 
I mean, it's just the way that they take advantage of people. They take advantage of people with bad credit. They don't know that you got to have a 750 or higher to get in the truck game, get your own authority, do all these different things. And people think that truck drivers are inconvenienced, but I'm the reason why you're driving. You know, like all your furniture came on that truck. I keep explaining to people, you know, stop pulling off in front of truck drivers, whether they're female or male, because, you you know, not only did you piss me off, you almost made me have an accident. I got CDL. I drive trucks. So it's frustrating. You know, you're right. trying to do a job. And um, man. Right. So some of the ladies, Miss Yolanda Wilson is saying, I want to learn how to do my own oil change. And then we have <laughs> another lady that says, do you all teach? If so, how much do you charge to teach? You know, how can well, we hey, learn? This is all on you. Because you know what? I mean, uh, I used to be able to skate real good and I, I fell and busted my elbow when I was at the skating rink. They got a skating rink called Sparkles. That let me know that young people got it. I'm 46 years old. And I guess, you know, back when we used to pearl back when we was in the 20s. So I still I still have a brain and I still uh, I still like coaching and teaching. So um, there's a lot to learn. Um, there's a lot of things that I can show you. I can put together a kid. If you want to have us come back on the show, I can put some uh, information together to get um, individuals ready and prepare for that. You know, when you when you pop that oil drain on your truck and you see that black cruise splashing coming out, you got to be mentally ready because it ain't funny. It, it ain't fun. when y'all, You know how y'all like to get. To, I don't got no hair, but, you know, y'all got to have y'all's hair right. You know, OK, so that's the biggest that's the biggest part to overcome. And then learning how to get the oil filters off without um, having too many errors, because. The, the trick to getting your oil filters off is you have to drain them first. You have to take a, you know, a, a sharp uh, pry bar, take a hammer, pop them in there, let them drain first. They drain oil and then you screw them off with the tool, the, the appropriate tool. Once you get your oil filters off, you're in good shape and then you can start moving on. So, you know, when you see your own truck and, and you do your own oil change, you'll have 300 percent confidence next time. You'll say, so if you do it yourself, how much? About how much would you spend doing an oil change yourself versus letting a company do it? So, you know, there's different prices there. Um, and what he was trying to explain to you is that right now we are not um, doing what you asked, which is teaching. Uh, but that's a good thing for us. Um, and we don't mind putting it together. So like he says, some of these companies, they don't care. They just put a price out there and then you have to pay it. What we try to do is teach you about what's going on, what things you need to know while you're out on the road or equipment you need on your truck. And we price it out that way. And, and I think, honestly, we, we give you a great price, a fair price when we will, when we do that, because we were doing that. And because of COVID-19, we stopped. <laughs> so now we have to get back into it uh, since uh, there are people out there who do need us. So um, we can talk about that later on. Okay, so I think my question is, how much money do you save doing the oil changer? You save versus oh. going to a big company. Well, you, yes. If you get your oil, yes, that's what I was. Trying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So your filters would probably, if you if you get a if you get an account or buy your filters from somewhere and you get those priced up, you're probably you're probably spend about uh, seventy to hundred dollars on your filters, and you'll probably spend uh, twelve dollars a gallon on your oil if you buy. You know, Shell Rotella or you know a brand that you trust. Um, that's that's really it. Um, you won't be spending four to six hundred dollars. I mean, you know, because there's a difference between an oil change and a PM. 
Oil changes just drop the oil, drop the filters, put it back on. That doesn't include fuel filters. So you got to be specific when you say just doing an oil change because just changing oil is not really a correct PM. I mean, if, you're, if your uh, fuel water separator is at the top, you're running dirty fuel through your truck. So you have to look at everything. And, uh, and uh, you got to change the fuel filter. You got to put clean diesel fuel in your fuel filters. Some of them guys at those truck centers, they take fuel out of your tank and pump it into your fuel filters. They do a lot of dirty stuff. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of different things that I would have to explain to people. And I, I want everyone to get that information to know how to do a really good, clean um, PM on your truck. Look it over, check everything out. And feel good when you hit that clutch and put that bad boy in, in, in gear and get rolling. You feel good, like man, I, I went over this. My wiper blades are new. My windshield washer fluid has been topped off correctly. My cooling is correctly. We haven't even talked about cooling yet. You keep skipping over that, Mister Ray. But the <laughs> cooling, we gotta talk about that cooling. Let's get into cooling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk cool about it. <laughs> <laughs> antifreeze. Hey, you got to talk about antifreeze. Yeah, so. so. Go ahead. I'll let you lead it. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to talk, talk about, about cooling? Well, I want to ask you, do you check your coolant before you drive, during your, your stop, or after you park? Each and every time. You know why I check my coolant? Is because one time it was leaking and I saw this little pink stuff coming out. And I said, well, I check it every single time I stop. I think it's very, very important to keep that level up. Yeah. So my biggest thing about coolant is now the, the new Detroits take a certain type of coolant that has a SCA free, nitrate free. Uh, some of them are taking, you know, the, the standard 50-50 ELC. I'm not sure if you guys know what ELC is, but ELC stands for extended life uh, coolant. Um, it's pink. You know, you want to go with 50-50 if you're topping it off. But, you know, really, uh, after you open the hood and view that surge tank level, uh, if it's at the cold max line is where you want to be. And if it's not at the cold minimum line, you want to start the truck up, um, let it idle, take off the cap, top off the coolant to the cold fill line maximum and then run the truck up so you can hear the fan engage and once your term your thermostat and your temperature gets to 220 you want to take your foot off the accelerator let it idle back down and then recheck it if the level has dropped down finish topping it off put the cap on and then you're good but uh th there's a there's a there's a series of steps you got to find out why you lost coolant is it going through your EGR cooler is do you have a blown head gasket did it leak out? You know, coolant's not supposed to <laughs> the coolant's not supposed to leave. So if you have a leak, you, you got to find out why why am I losing coolant? Is the engine burning it? You know, is it burning through my cylinders? There's a lot of questions you have to be concerned with when you're when you're burning coolant. Is it going through my charge air cooler? You could have you could have coolant run through your turbo, and don't even know it. You know, there's a lot of components to learn about these trucks that these mechanics, these people don't want to teach you guys this stuff because they feel like, man. I keep these folks coming back. You know, they're going to be here every, you know, every two weeks. And I got their truck and you losing money on freight. So, you know, your, your charge air cooler, your turbo, your DPF, your DOC, doing regens. There's a whole lot we got to discuss if we're going to do this uh, and, and get you guys get the best out of it. So. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. Um, 
If you are just tuning in, I want you to definitely share this video out. We are talking about DOT preventative maintenance for your truck. Whether you're on the operator, you're a company driver, we all are responsible for the maintenance of our trucks. Make sure that you're doing pre-trips every single day in the morning. And when you, every time you stop, you need to be checking. What are the, I'm going to ask you, what are the key points that everyone needs to check if you're not doing a full DOT inspection every time your truck stop, what would you recommend that people check? I know everybody just go around and check their tires normally, kicking them. But can you talk about the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. I see a lot of drivers go out and kick the tires. So can we get more into detail on when you stop in that truck and you're in between your route and you don't have a lot of time to do a full pre-trip? Can you give us like a couple things to touch on? Um, yeah. Biggest thing I'm going to say, I'm going to get back to this whole thing about air leaks. It takes one cup of water and one cup of palm olive in a, in a spray bottle. And you shake it up, swirl it around, and the next time you have an air leak, spray it on. Follow, follow your, follow your ear. Find out where it's coming from. Spray that spray bottle in that vicinity, and shine a light on it if you need a light. It'll that air like that air leak will expose itself. I wanted to get that out. Uh, secondly, um, for for doing a quick you know check around, please always check your coolant, check your oil, check your fuel water separator, uh, check the condition of your tires. Make sure all your lights are good. Check your power steering fluid and check your master cylinder for your clutch. A lot of people look over that. They don't check it. They don't know if their clutch is going out. Um, always check your wiper blades and always check your lights and uh, make sure your fifth wheel is good. That's it. That takes two minutes. Absolutely. Definitely. If y'all have any questions, definitely, definitely. Use this time to come in below. We have about 15, maybe 30 minutes I might can squeeze out of them. I don't know, you know. <laughs> but we Let me up give you his hour. email address. Um, if you have any questions, his email address is C-T-E-E-Z, the word trucking, the word equipment, the number one at outlook.com. I'll say that again. C-T-E-E-Z, the word trucking, the word equipment, the number one.com. So you can send in some questions that you may have, um, some thoughts you might want to share. Um, if you have anything for me, the CEO, um, about information about maybe for women, no, no question is too big. So mine is Julia at CTs, C T E E Z, the word trucking, the word equipment.com. And I'll repeat that again, Julia at CT's trucking equipment.com. So I would say that uh, you got to make sure you get you some tread depth gauges. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get you your own tire gauge for commercial tires, not for automotive tires. Has to be able to read 160 on the gauge. Make sure you get your own tire chuck for commercial tires. This right here is so you can reach the inside valve, the inner the inner uh, tire and wheel, mm -hmm. and this is for the outside. So when you get to a place, you get stuck somewhere and the mechanic says, we don't got one of those. You can say, no, I got my own. All I need is some air. And find out why you're losing air. Find out if you got an air leak somewhere. Um, get your own grease. Make sure when you get your truck grease that uh, they tell you what they use. Hold these people accountable. You know, make sure you're using a great oil, 15W40. 
Uh, like I said, we have uh, our, our oils CK4 rated API. Uh, I recommend doing oil changes every 12,000 to 25,000 on standard 15W40. If you run a synthetic blend in your truck, 10W30, they say that oil can go 50,000 miles, but I don't know if I will go 50,000 miles without changing the oil in my truck. You can say what you want, but uh, I just don't think I would go that long. And, and up north in uh, Canada and places like New Jersey, Connecticut, where it gets really cold, they run 5W40. Um, so hopefully these tips were really good for you. Um, I'll do what I can to keep bringing information and uh, see how we can go about, you know, helping you guys out. And like I said, the website is um, actually scrolling below. Um, someone just asked if we will put the your email address in the comments. If you can type that into the box, um, we'll, I'll pin it as well. Yeah, I, I we um, uh, talk about our products. I mean, we uh, we have some other good things coming up uh, later, but uh, really we specialize in bulk lubricants, um, bulk DEF, trying to save people from having all the uh, the wasteful trash as far as having a lot of uh, packaged goods. Because if, you, if you're running 50 to 100 trucks in your fleet, we can definitely help you uh, reduce some of the waste by installing your own dispensing system, your own DEF fueling station, um, making sure you're using the right lubricants that are spec for your trucks. I'll ask a lot of questions to make sure that if you're running freight liners and you're running um, Western Stars or you're running a certain particular type of truck and your sales rep is not helping you with the correct uh, lubricants as well as the parts, then uh, it's really costing you money. So if I'm if I live in Atlanta or I'm coming to Atlanta, can I reach out and say, hey, <laughs> my, if, I, if I have any you know issues, like how could you help me if I was in the Atlanta area or coming through Atlanta? Yeah, I mean, just just reach out, call uh, the, the number 719-602-2855. You know, call, leave a message if I don't answer. Um, I have a lot of uh, friends in Atlanta that are in trucking. I mean, the trucking community is, is large, but it's not everyone knows everyone. And like I said, it's like the WWE down here. I mean, it's pretty competitive. Um, we have a lot of uh, people in the industry that I deal with. And, and if I don't have an answer, I'll get you an answer. You know, and that's that's how it works. You know, you come visit our office. Uh, we can go, you know, we can talk about it, sit down, talk, you know, figure it out. Awesome. I have um this I want I was holding on to this question right here. Do you know it says do you know the purpose of diesel exhaust fluid and why is it important on the daily to run to run your vehicle? Daily daily run on your vehicle. So the, the DEF. Um, can we go into because you know some people say oh, it, get it off your truck. Try to get a truck without DEF. Yeah, yeah, California says you cannot come in my state if you don't have a DEF. Before we go, can we definitely elaborate on that? I got I got involved in um, <laughs> I got involved in DEF uh, a long time ago, back in almost two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when the uh, internationals were running those bad engines, those Max Force 13s that everybody hates. They sell those mm -hmm. trucks for like $10,000 right now. I, I used to work at a dealership in Columbus, Ohio, and um, we were doing all these campaigns. Those engines were blowing up, burning up wiring harnesses. 
that was when I got my first experience with DPFs, DOCs. A DPF stands for diesel particulate filter. A DOC stands for diesel oxidation cat catalyst. And so there's another abbreviation is SCR, selective catalytic uh, reduction system. So the whole purpose of that fluid is that it runs in uh, conjunction with your exhaust system and your turbo, and it has these little injectors and the dozer. It has an inlet and an outlet dozer. And so you have a tank for DEF. It shoots the fluid into the DPF while the exhaust is running through it to turn the carbon soot into basically, you know, water droplets and NOx. So it reduces the uh, pollution uh, value. So all these individuals that try to take it off of your truck, if you ever do a DPF delete, you will destroy your truck. It will not run correctly ever again. You can do all the trickery you want. I've seen people here in Atlanta try to do it. And these guys are catching hell trying to do that. So that's the government mandate. They want to, uh, you know, make sure you guys are following it. But basically, DEF is sprayed into the exhaust system, the diesels to break down the NOx emissions. Um, it, it turns it into harmless nitrogen and water. So it's not a fuel additive. and It has no influence on tuning or uh, efficiency of diesel engines. But the way it works is it's an organic compound made of water and urea. Uh, I say the, the solution we sell, we get our DEF produced straight from a manufacturer. So it's always fresh. We never sell any uh, DEF that's contaminated or uh, been sitting in the sun or in the, the, the elements. And we test it. I test it personally. So, you know, we make sure that uh, that we make sure our customers have the proper uh, calibration of diesel, diesel exhaust fluid. But those two gases meet the diesel exhaust and chemically bond with nitrogen oxides and it results in nitrogen and water. So uh, it's not going away. They're actually using it in the water in Savannah and the tugboats use it. Uh, they're trying to mandate it for a lot of equipment. A lot of off-road equipment uses uh, DEF, diesel exhaust fluid. Um, they just want cleaner air. Here in Georgia, we have uh, you know, emissions laws. So we're getting like California a bit. You know, I think those laws are coming here. And um, it's just something that you can't, you know, I, I know that drivers don't know how to do a proper region. So the truck does a, a passive region when you're driving along, you know, tooting, tooting along. But then when you park the truck and try to do an active region, half the time it doesn't work because no one's been doing a region. So the DPF's clogged up with soot and your truck won't run. It won't go over 35 miles an hour. You'll be stuck in uh, Louisiana somewhere. And it's just it's just so frustrating. But if you stay on top of it, it'll it'll work. You know, you got to get those units taken out. If you if you drive for a company, you got to make sure they take your DPF and DLC out. Have it clean, have it brushed, and test it. If you don't, they put that back in your truck and send you out on a drive. You're gonna get stuck. It happens all the time. Thank you for talking about the DEF system. Yes, <laughs> my truck don't have a DEF, yeah, and I got, I did. I that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, they was making those uh, slider trucks, so you know. It was putting a lot of those out there for Fitzgerald was making those trucks where it was just rebuilding, just rolling. I think they shut him down. Yeah. Yeah. I drove one of those before. So um, I wanted to you, you talked about the region and, and I was talking to a driver earlier this week and I and, and, and she was saying, like, I have an automatic. I never had the region. So. What do you see when it comes to the automatic trucks or region and and like, what do you see like that to what do you see going on with that? Or have you noticed the difference between if you do have automatically, should you just automatically region yourself? Just go ahead and do it. Just or do it. Just, just do it. Just do it as 
as frequently as is needed. I would do it every probably 2,000 miles or so, or, or even more frequently, because the only thing you can do is make sure that your, your uh, DPF is clean. You get that thing a chance to clog up, you're going to get stuck. Right. It's just better to it's better just to go ahead and do a, a active region, go to the Walmart, sit in the parking lot, run it up, have people staring at you. Just go ahead and get over with. <laughs> and how often should you regen if it doesn't alert you and say that it's needed? How often would you recommend regen? Um, it really depends on the driver and where you're driving. If you're driving in areas where it's really you know a lot of stop and go traffic, if you're just chugging along and you do a lot of uh, you know, I guess I guess you will say uh, coast to coast driving. The truck's always doing a, a passive regen for you. But if you're doing a lot of city driving, you're a Coca-Cola driver. Or, you hauling beverages and wine and, and uh, food and stuff, you know, in in an inner city, you don't have a sleeper cab. You gotta do region all the time. Yeah. Okay. Depends on your driving habits. Um, it was something I was thinking about the other day while I was driving, and I remember I think a driver had passed away because of the exhaust was coming into the truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So can yeah. we touch on that? I definitely want to touch on that and 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 kind of just explain to them. Give them a tool. The what is it? They have an exhaust checker. Like you can check to see if it's any exhaust in your truck. Can't um what I couldn't remember what it was called. You ever been to the racetrack, Miss uh, Shrey? No. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you when you go to the racetrack or run motorcycle, I've had a lot of bikes, but uh when you get straight exhaust into your respiratory system, it is. I had a 78 Malibu that had exhaust manifolds leaking on it, and I was in high school, and that's all I could afford. And uh, I'm telling you, I thought I was rolling, boy, but that thing had exhaust gases all in the cab, all in, inside the car. And uh, I discovered that uh, you're breathing that the whole time, you're just eating up your lungs. And so they do probably make some tools. I don't have that information right now, but uh, no one's going to know that. Other than you, the driver, if you don't know what to, if you don't know what to smell, if you don't know the difference between what exhaust leaking to your cab is, it can kill you. It, it sounds really serious, it's a serious matter, but it can kill you because you're you're literally breathing um, carbon dioxide and, and a lot of other poisonous gases. So it's worth it to try to if you if you suspect something going on before you were to get any tools. You have to make sure that uh, the technicians are checking your truck. Um, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring up your website real fast to let people <laughs> see um, yeah. the website. So if you need to, you know, go to um, CT's Trucking Equipment.com. And like, here's all the lubricant, the grease, you know, you see your diesel exhaust fluids, like it's a lot of information on here. Um, And all the information, I see people in the comments that are asking questions, go to the website. Okay. Start here on their website first, and then their information is here as well. Okay. So make sure that you're going out and supporting. This is a small, you know, a small business owner that, you know, so compare if you're interested in, in supporting a, a person that you can talk to. I mean, we, we don't know how to talk to um, mobile, <laughs> you know, like who are they, you know? So these are people that you can actually reach out, out to. Um, it tells you about them on their about page. You can learn about the company and if the you service. If you go to shop now, it shows the products, Mr. Ray. 
if you, you I'm getting there. <laughs> and then it go to the services. Um, and then I'll go to the shop now in just a second. So I just want to, you know, um, show you like all the different things that they have going on. It's, it's so important that we. I, I want to express what you said, too. I didn't mean to cut you off. I want to. Um, so, like I said, I, I compete against a lot of major. Uh, we're a small minority business uh, here in Atlanta and we're competing against a lot of the big boys. And they, they're trying to they're trying their best to try to uh, I wouldn't say shut us down, but they're really trying to step on our head a bit. And I think they're getting nervous because we're growing and we are really personable. And they say pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered. So if we ever get too big where we become a hog, I don't think I'll get slaughtered, but I'm going to have a lot of good uh, people working around us and working for us. So that's one of the main things that we pride ourselves on is that we are uh, able to be um, reached and we can talk to you. And, you know, we, we all about um, developing relationships with our customers and our clients. So it's not just a one time, here you go. And I don't care if you come back, you know, it's, it's uh, I really try to develop friendships because we want to be your partner. We're your number one heavy duty maintenance solution. That's our, that's our slogan. So, you know, we want to make sure uh, we talked about truck. I didn't even try to sell our products on here because uh, we do it already. You know, the thing is I'm trying to help, you know, people that are in trucking because once you realize what my true, my true goal is the humanitarian side, God has my back. So, I see plenty of people that want money, but if all you want is money, then, you know, I guess that'll come. But I mean, you ain't going to have any friendships. So I try to have, uh, you know, we try to have friendships that to turn into. Well, what I wanted to, I wanted, the reason why I pulled up, the reason why I pulled up the um, website was because if you, it's a lot of people right now that is um, a small fleet. Then they're building a fleet. And I'm just trying to show that this is a way that you can save money and to yeah. be able to get the products that you need. So if you're a fleet owner, if you have about three or four trucks, you know, this is an, a, another way that you can, um, you know, build your fleet, save your, your company some money. I know so many people who have three and four trucks, you know, mm -hmm. and just think if you have a <laughs> that big old gallon of fuel uh, of, of, um, of oil right there. I mean, just think how many oil changes you just saved your whole company money yeah. yearly. So I just wanted to really express that. And that's what why it was important to bring up the website. So you can see we're not talking about those little gallons that, you know, as well. They do have that option. So for someone like me who has one truck, I they have the option of, as you saw, the products. Yeah. I want to show you the big bulk products as well, um, yeah. because it'll save your company a lot of money. And going into this next year, we don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what next year holds. So everybody, you know, saving a dollar is the number one thing that we can do as owner operators in this church yeah. community. So yeah, most definitely. Well, we've been on here a year. Um, I just want to know what is the takeaway that you want people to um leave with? Um, just know that we're a small company, but we're here, we're a small big company, we're here to help um uh, those in the trucking community. Um we are uh, very excited to be on the show with you. Um, hopefully some of the things I spoke about was, was very helpful. Uh, we're going to be growing, uh, you know, next year we're going to be getting into having our own truck parking and um, we're going to have one of our, one of our own uh, repair facilities on the property. Mm -hmm. We're going to be focused on uh, uh, female drivers, uh, chiropractic, uh, mental health, uh, blood pressure checks. We're going to have, we're going to have a really nice facility next year. So, uh, my wife is spearheading that. She has a medical background. She has a master's degree. 
and uh, my son is a doctor. And uh, I played a lot of sports, and uh, we've been cut open. I've been cut open a million times, but we want to make sure we take care of drivers as well as your yes. equipment. So we're going to have secure, uh, secure parking, uh, well lit parking. Uh, you know, make sure your cargo is safe, and um, make sure you can come in there and do things. So that's what we're working on in the background. Uh, we're going to keep growing. Uh, we're not going to stop. And like I said, the fact that people want to buy us out tells me I'm doing something right. So obviously, you know, for all you small uh, fleet owners, you got. Uh, like she said, four or five trucks, three or four or five trucks, and you're trying to grow. Um, I can help you uh, do that with the proper maintenance so you can make more revenue. And uh, instead of having your truck broke down all the time, you can continue to make more revenue and be more profitable. That's that's the whole goal, really. We're here for you. And Miss Julie, if you want to leave a closing statement as well on the takeaway, like what? Give us a takeaway on uh, what people should know. Well, people, I think, should know that, um, again, we're a small business and we're here for them. We're here to help you keep your trucks up, um, not in the shop, broke. We want them <laughs> on the road delivering the products that our country needs from, you know, from the East Coast to the West Coast. We <laughs> want to make sure that we can help you do that and help you grow. You know, there are people who have helped us grow. So we are giving that back. You know, um, if it's a question that we can answer to get you out of a tight spot, that'll be great. Um, for the future, if um, we have some um, do-it-yourself uh, YouTube videos to help you do your own oil changes or check your tire tread or, you know, check your mirrors for cracks, whatever that might be, we want to be there for you as a partner and growing your business as well. Yeah, we have a partnership with a lot of um, a lot of uh, bulk uh, deliveries. So we can do tanker deliveries uh, as far as DEF. There's no amount that I can't deliver. Um, we're capable of doing 6,000 to 10,000 gallons of DEF at a time. We're capable of delivering up to uh, 4,000 gallons of oil at one time. Or if I have to you know, utilize two, two or three tanker trucks, I can do that. So even though I keep saying we're a small business, I say that because I don't have a lot of people that I have to depend on yet. However, when that time arises, you know, we'll be able to answer the call right now. We're, we're doing very well. Um, you know, like I said, we're not scared of this COVID-19 thing. Uh, I, I have my own take on it, but without getting political, uh, I would just say, you know, we all have to keep, you know, standing together. And it's about, you know, carrying each other through this. You know, you can't you can't sit scared in the dark and think that you're going to, you know, um, have a, a business. You know, this is a time to thrive and survive and get through it. You know, and then when you come out on the other end, you guys are critical for the industry. If you stop yes. driving, people stop, people stop living. I mean, so food distributors, I talk to people that have uh, the food trailers, you know, the, the reefer trucks, I mean, the trailers, I'm like, this is the time for you to go. You know, some other things may be shut down, retail, clothing, all that, but there's other freight that needs to be moved. I know that they say freight is down, but you just got to pivot and adjust and um, find a different avenue to, you know, make your revenue. Because I mean, in Atlanta, I get, I get, I, I have to use my brake pedal every day out here. There's so many trucks running through here. Um, you know, there's, there's there's no way. There's 3 million truck drivers in the United States. And there's only 300,000 parking spaces. So I'm going to keep using that number because that's where we're at. You know, we're we're going to grow. We, uh, we, we definitely are thankful for you having us on your show. Um, we're glad to see how you're going. And uh, we look forward to potentially being on here again someday. Thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure to have you. And thank you for dropping all these jewels. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Julia, Mr. Curry, Tucker, you all. Round of applause. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much. I met Miss Julia like three years ago um, in Atlanta at an expo. And we have just, you know, it's been a joy to be able to connect with you all and bring y'all on the show. Um, In my truck, y'all already know what I'm going to be running. I'm going to be running CTs. Okay. I just gave you the website. I gave you the plug. Okay, awesome. save your fleet some money. Okay, we just, we're here to save your fleet some money. So I hope yeah. you t- learn a lot from this show today. And um, we talked about DOT preventative um, ways to keep your truck keep it going. You know, things, the questions that, you know, no one wants to tell us, you know, they just tell you to pre-trip. Okay. They just tell you to drive, but how do I keep my truck going so I can continue to keep my truck rolling for years and years and keep making money. So thank you for sharing that uh, information, giving us that knowledge and we'll definitely be supporting. Um, And um, my last thing that I always do on my shows, the very last thing is, I always ask for a quote. What's your favorite quote? And ladies first. So we're gonna go to Miss Julia, and then we'll go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll go to uh, Miss. My favorite quote. quote? I don't, yes. I don't have a favorite quote unless it's um ours, um, which is our one of our taglines. We are your number one heavy duty maintenance solution. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. It's your favorite quote. It can yeah. be anything. That's it. We're your partner in this business. So, you know, we're more of a partner. Um, I don't talk to people. I talk, you know, with them and make sure that we develop a relationship because we're not, there's not many companies like ours, you know, that's, uh, that's ran by two veterans. We already proudly serve our country. Um, you know, she was in Iraq. She was in the Navy. She's been everywhere, you know, Death Storm. So, you know, we we both were, um, you know, in the military serving our country in that way. Well, now we're serving our country a different way. Yes. Let me ask you a question. I'm sorry. I have yes. to interrupt. How did you get into bulk lubricants? I should have asked that in the beginning, but yeah. I definitely don't want to end this without asking that question. How so uh, it kind of happened by accident, honestly. Um I was selling a lot of truck parts. I was selling engines. I was selling in-frame kits. Uh, all my customers were hitting me up so bad about, hey, I need I need brakes. I need this. I need that. And I was making, uh, honestly, I was making a lot of other companies a lot of money. And I got I told my wife, I said, I'm getting a little tired of helping all these people. I'm making them all this money and I'm not getting treated. It's not being reciprocated. So we had CTs uh, up in Columbus, Ohio, and we were a, uh, a customization shop. We did detailing and we detailed a lot of vehicles, painted them. Uh, sold vehicles. And then when we moved to Georgia, relocated, you know, got into um, trucking. And so uh, one of my customers asked me for um, some oil, but he needed 330 gallons. I said, that's ridiculous. I said, I don't know where I can get that from. Long story short, I got in, I got in touch with the provider here and I ended up outworking that person in that company. And um, it's just been full, full throttle all this way because mm-hmm. it's a necessity. Um, just like when I sell truck parts, everyone wants to tire kick me down the road about they can get brake drums for this and they can get an engine for that. You know, so with uh, with the oil and um, the other, you know, essential products that we sell, it's a little different scenario. You know, I'm really trying to help some people on the front end with their critical, um, you know, lubricants and chemicals and antifreeze and grease and all those other things that are required on your truck to keep it running. So it kind of happened by accident, to be honest with you. But uh, it's been it's been great. Yes. 
Excellent, excellent. I just want to, I was just wondering, like, how, okay, people think of trucking, they think I don't know, but how did you do that? Okay. So thank you for sharing that, and yeah. thank you for your, like I said, once again, it's been an honor to have you on the show. This has been the She Trucking Podcast. We're going to yeah. have another podcast on Sunday. Um, It might be a sister chat. I might bring on another guest. Who knows? We're going to just go spare the moment every Sunday and every Sunday. So make sure you all tune in to the She Trucking Podcast. You will be able to watch the replay if you missed it. So make sure you hashtag replay in the comments and definitely support. Show your support because it's gonna, hey y'all, we give. I just gave y'all the plug. Okay, thank you. Hey, we're we're right here to help. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for coming on the show, Miss Julia and Mr. Corey. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. All righty. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Share this out and, and so we can reach everybody who's in this industry that, that may need these resources. This is the She Trucking Podcast. I am Sheree Moore. I'm your host, the founder of She Trucking. And if you don't know what she stands for, it stands for Sisterhood, Helping, Empowerment, and Trucking. Don't forget to go to SheTrucking.com and get your merchandise go to sheetrucking.com and get your merchandise also before i go i have a couple announcements rti riverside transport which is over here on the wall they are hiring looking for team drivers okay so if you're interested in finding a good company that's where i work at come on over join the team you got britney in pink you got toya in pink you got sheree and trucker g okay come on over to rti drive for a company that actually care about you okay and that's gonna give you some good miles come on over to rti if you're a team we would love to have you also um one last thing is, like I said, Miss D. Silver with the color streaks. If you can see the color streak nail, definitely show your support for color streaks. Okay. We're going to be doing a giveaway. I'm going to go back in these comments and I'm going to send someone our color this year. As, as I've been saying before, it's teal. Okay. This is our color. And of course, I got the teal color streak nails. Okay. I just had to do it. I don't know if this light going to. Uh, show it to you but I'm going to go back and I'm going to be sending you all sending one of our winners tonight for listening and tuning into the show especially if you have shared it if you have shared it we I'm definitely going to send you out a color street and this is by D Sova um, it's the um, nail truck stop okay also heal the honeypot ladies go to healthehoneypot.com Miss Tina Ramsey she has to heal the honeypot and this was C T's trucking. Okay. CT trucking has all your bulk lubricants. Okay. Um, one more thing. We have Miss Honesty, Honesty Insurance. If you're looking for trucking insurance, go to Honesty Trucking Insurance. Um, all of that is located on our website, SheTrucking.com. Okay. Let me actually post the website at the bottom, SheTrucking.com. So you can go to SheTrucking.com and you can find everything that I was just talking about. You can find our apparel, you can find all the links and all the information that we discussed today, along with all the um, the announcements that I just made. So thank you all for tuning in. Share, 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 share this out. We're on YouTube and so definitely subscribe to our YouTube page. And um, on that note, we're out. Let me get my theme song for y'all because we are warming with a red. Hold on, y'all. I done turned the volume down. I got to get the volume back up. Do you know where we
And we're out. Thank you all for tuning in.